Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Jurassic Park 101 show. This is another special episode. This is a collaboration with a close friend. Uh, his th- his He changed his name. It's called a DD... Uh, what is it again? Yo, I forgot. It is a suave experience with your boy DD. Oh, yeah. So how are you today? Chilling, man. Just working. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So... Do you, you think Kawhi's going to stay? Well, I thought... Here's the thing. It goes like this. He has all the reason to stay because he has the financial gain. He has a whole nation behind him. He has different benefits that most athletes don't have the luxury of having over the course of the year. I believe the Raptors are the only franchise in the league that can actually give him the most amount of money. But the thing is, when it comes to that, he has to do what's best for him and his family. And what I noticed and what I learned about most American players, why they don't like staying in Toronto, is not because Toronto's a bad city. It's because it feels foreign to them. They if you're being honest with yourselves, a lot of the times these players are coming to Canada to play basketball for the Raptors and they have to get a Canadian bank account to handle their money. They have to get different Canadian comedies. So it's basically how they feel and the perception is that they're overseas. Like how you would be for England or how it would be for Spain. So with that said, I would say that it would be the best option for him to stay, looking at financially speaking. But then again, you have to look that he has a daughter. And does he want his daughter to be raised in Canada? Or does he want his daughter to be raised in his hometown of L.A.? So I would say that he's probably going to go to the Clippers. See, I thought – I knew he was going to leave for sure. I still 100% think he's out. But I, th- I want him to go to L.A. just because LeBron's in L.A. And I like LeBron, and I want him to win another title. And then you have Anthony Davis there. So you have Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. And then, you know, if they can get a point guard or if they can get a bench, you don't even need a point guard, just a bench. That's a championship roster. Without question. That's better than his team with Wade and Bosh. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, guys, so – the topic for this episode is racism in sports, which has been around for a long time and is still around. So, Darius, you play football a lot. You, you play, do you still play football? Not at the moment. Oh, all right. So, playing football, have you experienced any racism before? Personally, the reason why I haven't is because I guess football has recently become more homogenous meaning that a lot of people are intertwined within the races. So it depends on where you play. So if you go out east to where Bowmanville is, there are racist people there, mostly the fans and stuff. But the further west you go, the less you're likely you're encountered to. So I guess the teams that are more farm teams are the ones that are more likely to have that issue. 
All right, so in terms of like, okay, you like Liverpool, right? Yeah. I don't know why, but anyways, we can get back to that later soon. It's the right? best premier. Yeah, I don't know about that. But anyways, so you know Raheem Sterling, right? Yeah, I know what happened to him, yeah. All right, so he experienced racism in the past. And like, that's, see, I, I know more about soccer than any other sport, including basketball, because I'm always watching soccer, right? So... He had some racial, some like some fans. I think when he played against Chelsea, they yeah. said some stuff to him and stuff like that. And I mean, as someone in his position, as a black person who's supposed to uphold uh, a certain level of like integrity and professionalism, yeah, it's pretty hard like to deal with that because you're playing, and then. You have these fans that are making chants at you, saying stuff to you, doing gestures at you. And then the hard part would be, like, just being able to to just take it and do, just keep playing, right? Yeah. So that's tough, too. Even, like, in Europe – and then Europe, even in Spain, there's racism in Spain, yeah. in France. Like, in terms of soccer, they're, all, they're always talking about, like – you know how they have, like, the, the things on the side of the field, like, the banners, and they have, like, different – I don't know what, like – they like advertise at the side. Yeah, like that screens and stuff. Yeah. So they're always talking about, you know, FIFA says no to racism. But, I mean, at the same time, they they say they're, help, they're trying to stop it, but you still see it all the time, right? Yeah. So, and then you know what happened? To, okay, you see what Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick did with the anthem, how he, he sat down? Protesting br- police brutality. Yeah. yeah so, so, do you think what he did was the right way to handle that or no? It depends on who you really want to help. Because in the sense that... Because you have to look at it this way. Historically speaking, black people in America have been mistreated. We know this due to the transatlantic slave trade, which is unfortunate. But we do not think... if. Anyone who has a brain cell in their head knows that white people didn't start slavery. It's just in North America, that was the slave trade that happened. So they didn't have the same rights as white people. But the thing when it comes to the sport, if you look at these guys today, a lot of them have a lot of success. I think since Trump's presidency, like the employment rate has gone up in the sense that a lot of people get more employment per raise. So that is a good thing. So I get what he's doing with about the police brutality aspect and how people of color have been mistreated by the police, but there are certain cases where the police are actually not in the wrong but the media springs it in the favor of propaganda because that's what gets the clicks. So it depends to me on the situation, but I do would say, I, what I would say to answer your question directly is that that might not have been the best way to go about it because you are at work. And at the end of the day, yes, there are injustices, but the whole of America isn't necessarily the problem. It's just 
some police officers take matters into their own hands. And there's also on the other side where some people were not being compliant when they should have been. Now, I don't like the outcome because I don't want people to die. But there has to be a balanced dialogue. And we can't just point the finger to one person. We have to look at ourselves. So for Kaepernick, I respect his right to be political because we know America was birthed out of being birthed out of rebellion. But what I would say is that there's other ways of going about it. You want to respect the military. You want to respect people who've died for your right to even play the game of football. Because at the end of the day, it is a privilege to throw a pigskin 10 yards and make 10 million. It's not a right, right? So mm-hmm. I get what he's trying to do, but there's other ways of using his platform. I'll say if you go to work, you come here to work. If you even look at civil rights movement. A lot of what he did, protesting-wise, is when they were off the clock, not at work. So you go to work, you clock in, you do your thing, but he has a great social media following, and he can do all that. And there's better ways to do it. Now he's out of a job because they don't want him back in. But that's the sacrifice he made because he feels what he's doing is right, and he has all right to do so. But like I said, there's other ways he could have handled it. And I don't agree with that way because I feel, in my opinion, I would, even though I am a a Canadian citizen and I live here by choice still because I don't have to live here, but I'm thankful to God that I have the opportunity of living in Canada. And I might not like everything that goes on here, but when it comes to people's, when it comes to the national anthem, no matter what, who's in office, no matter what happens, I will still respect it because I know there's people who have died before me that gives me the right to have the rights that I have today. And there's people who are fighting so that we don't get overtaken. So out of respect for them, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even kneel. And I do know that somebody said that he asked a person because he was going to sit and he asked the officer to kneel and the officer said, yeah, but even so, I think you should respect it, but there's other ways of going about it. All right. So if you were put in that position as the as Colin Kaepernick what, what, and you had the same social media following, the same fame, the same money, everything similar, but you just only difference that you, you were you is in that position. What would you do like to protest that? Well, I guess because you wanted to make a culture shock, it makes sense because now everyone's paying attention to that issue. But see, we're not even talking about police brutality right now. We're talking about him. So what I would have done differently is I would have done, like, bring all my friends that I do know that are wealthy, who are influential, start campaigning for certain things start talking to politicians and do things behind the scenes and if I want to go public I'll go public and I'll talk about things off the field just like Jim Brown did just like Ali did I'll do it off the field but when it comes for me to put on my helmet and strap on my shoulder pads and put on my cleats it's strictly business and when I'm done hanging it up then it's political I think you should 
not necessarily mix the two, even though it's important to talk about, unless if it's something that's with actually within your business. For example, if they're not paying them well or they're some slimy business going on within the NFL, then I would say, okay, because it's in your workplace, you by all means take care of it there. But because it is outside, I think you should do it. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to sports, it doesn't matter who, what color you are, there is a sense of collective effervescence, which just means that there is a common goal. Everybody goes to the game to enjoy the game, whether you're on the side, for example, your side, Manchester City, and my side, Liverpool FC. Even if we go to the game together and we don't like each other's team, we are coming to enjoy the spectacle, and there's camaraderie there. Doesn't matter if the person sitting beside me is Hispanic, but he still has my Liverpool jersey on. I'm mature with him. Doesn't matter what gender he is, whether he's a male or or, or female. Doesn't matter if he's white or black. I'm just saying, for my opinion, they should separate politics. We deal with politics every day. Like every time you refresh on Twitter, every time. You turn on the TV, CNN, or Fox News, whatever you want, where you want to get your information from or you want to go online and get those information. I personally think that it's, there's better ways of doing it. You don't need to mix it in all the time. And that goes for artists as well. I think with artists, it might be different because they can do it in a way where it's not shoving it down your throat. But I knew a lot of people when Colin was there were fed up whether they were black or white because they just want to watch football and get away from all the mess that the world has to offer. All right. So, you know, so right now or in the past, when you had Kyle Lowry and the Golden State Warriors, right? And then you see you see that video where you know how they die for loose balls. They die for loose balls in the in the seats, right? Yes. And you saw one of the one of the part owners or the minority owner for Golden State Warrior by the Warriors by the name of Mark Stevens, right? Yeah. So you saw that push, right? How he shoved him, right? And then he says he says something to Kyle Lowry, which I mean nobody really heard about. Right? What do you Only Kyle, uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. Only Kyle uh, Lowry knows. Because I don't think anyone picked it up. Right. And and the and you know they have like they have the post conf the post the post post game interview and Kyle Lowry yeah. said that he said some vulgar language to him. That's all everyone, that's all I know anyways. I don't yeah. know exactly what was said. So when you have when you have an owner like that, and in terms of like, you have owners in football as well, right? And mm-hmm. you know how, I don't remember when, like a few months ago where you talked about with Shane about if the NFL is rigged and conspiracies in the NFL, right? Yeah. So do you think that there's like, a group of owners in the NFL that are trying to keep Colin Kaepernick out because of what he did? Do you think they're trying to bar him from coming back into the league? They're probably going to bar him because he's not good for ratings. So he's not the type of person that they want because he always – well, not he's always, but recently he's standing up for something, and a lot of people don't want to see that on their screen on Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, depending on what part of the country you're from. So I think maybe a lot of them are looking to get away from that because there's a lot of scrutiny on both sides. 
there's people who don't like the NFL because they think the NFL is unfair and they don't protect their players and they do all this different stuff. And then there's player, there's ones that don't agree with them because they're giving players too much to be able to say whatever they want when they want. Now, I do believe that they have the right of freedom of speech, which basically is they can say what they want. But at the same time, I do think that there is a time and a place to do it. Like for the, I agree because you know I I agree when you say they're trying to keep him out. Which I mean, an owner's job when you're an owner of a franchise, your job is to try and do what's best for business, right? Yeah. And I know Colin Kaepernick was not a terrible quarterback. I mean, I'm not I'm not as big into football as you are, but mm-hmm. I watch like you know maybe like two games a season, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, but I know that he's not a terrible quarterback, and I know there are teams that have much worse quarterbacks than Colin Kaepernick, right? And if you're the owner, you're trying to do what's best for business for your franchise, you're supposed to be you're supposed to look out for you know what your job, right? Exactly. And the fact that you're letting like racism or something or just trying to keep him out interfere with helping your franchise or signing this quarterback. Because as, as I said, you know, there's a lot of teams that would that do need, desperately need a better good quarterback. quarterback. A good quarterback, yeah. Like well, you know the Sam, huh? Well, I do like I agree with what you're saying, but I don't think it's because the owners are racist per se. Because I know some people have that argument, mine. Because if you take that for what it is, it doesn't even make logical sense. For them to be racist per se, because majority of the NFL is black, like probably seventy percent. So, and why would if you're a racist, why would you pay people a hundred thousand dollars a year to play a sport if you're racist? So to me, it doesn't make sense. It's a possibility, but I would say. It's, because of the polarization of Kaepernick and what he's doing with the media, they don't really like that. So they're just going to keep him out because they want what's best for business. Their rating, when he did that stunt, the ratings went down. So they're not trying to All lose right, so, money. So, you know, if you know the, I don't know if it was the most recent campaign, but Nike, they had, they had like their whole campaign re- yeah. around um, Colin Kaepernick. And, uh-huh. You know how there was like ba- backlash and stuff like that in just in worldwide. I for a hundred a hundred percent, I knew. I think Nike knew exactly what they're doing. They had a campaign, and the main line was like, "Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything." Which yeah. Colin Kaepernick pretty much sacrificed everything because, I mean, being a pro athlete—that's something you work on yeah. for your, almost your entire life, right? You don't just get up one day and just, "Oh, I'm gonna be in the NFL," and just get like. You got to put in hours and hours yeah, and hours of practice. Wake up early, go to bed late, early, like, right? So he did, he literally sacrificed everything, right? And I do, I, at the same time, as you said, there's obviously better ways to handle the protests or handle what you believe in. But yeah. I do respect the fact that he gave up something that he worked for hard. Although I don't agree with what he did, like, 
as you said, you know, you have such a huge following. There must, there, there's obviously better ways to do it, right? And then, as I said, there's the backlash. People were burning Nike. So what did you think about, like, people burning shoes, burning T-shirts, and burning just Nike apparel in general? Well, first, I would say he didn't sacrifice completely everything. He jeopardized his job because he could still go to the CFL if he wants to, if being honest. It's not the same, but... If he works it out with the NFL, he can play because he's negotiating right now. And he has lawyers backing him up now. But because when you say everything, it reminds me of people like Fred Hammond, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King Jr. And I would say that they sacrifice way more because they all died for the cause. Okay, yeah. Well, they put their lives on the line. Yeah, but... so that that's, to me, I get what you're saying. He sacrificed his livelihood. Sure, but not everything because he can still get a job. Regard, he's famous, bro. So it doesn't matter what he does; he's still with Nike, so he still is getting compensated. So it's not like he's taking away. But I get what you're trying to say. He sacrificed his dream job for to put the light on injustices with black people or colored people of color in America who is getting oppressed by or not necessarily oppressed, but having issues with the criminal justice system, which is true. America doesn't have the best criminal justice system in the world, and they need to work out the kinks. But to answer your original question, I would say that to me, when people just burn stuff for no reason, I'm like, yo, that's pretty stupid. You paid for that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And they're burning stuff that nobody cares about. And yeah, I'll, because I'll explain why they're burning shoes like the Air Nike Monarchs. Yeah, like no one really wears those that much anymore. Like they, the Monarchs came in style last year because of the whole dad shoe movement. But those are forty five bucks at what's it called, DSW. So all this stuff that they're burning is all clearance rack stuff. So it doesn't yeah, really not- matter. Yeah, they're not b- burning, like, Air Force Ones and stuff, right? Yeah, they're so, not burning the high-end stuff. So, in terms of the Nike thing, right? And then, okay, and you also have LeBron James, who's, ob- who's like, he's very vocal yeah. in terms of, like, you know, just what's happening all- around the league. And, I mean, even though he's he wasn't in the playoffs this season, yeah. he's still, like, his presence was still there, even on, like, social media. Social media, on- yeah. On Instagram and stuff like that, Twitter. I don't really have. I don't have Twitter, so I don't know. Like you should you know. get Twitter. You think so? Twitter is better than Instagram, bro. Yeah, listen, oh. I'll tell you two apps that are better than Instagram: Twitter and Reddit. Because Reddit and Twitter, I actually have fun time on Instagram. I only use it for like to connect with my friends or uh-huh. promotion of the podcast and other business ventures. Other than that, Instagram is pretty whack. And I'm not even being that of a, what's it called, a hipster or trying to say, oh, Instagram's stupid and all that stuff. I don't, I'm not ragging on it. I'm just saying in comparison, Twitter and Reddit are actually hilarious. Like you have more fun on those two apps than you would on Instagram. All right. When we're done here, I'm going to get Twitter and Reddit. All right. So 
when I'm talking about LeBron, you know how he's very vocal. Do you think that's good for? Do you think LeBron being vocal? Do you think it's good for the game or not? Vocal in what sense? Like, like in in terms of you know controversy. Like for example, the Kyle Lowry and Mark Stevens walk okay. where he shoved Kyle Lowry in terms of like that stuff. I was I'm okay with that because he knows what he's talking about. He's been playing the league for the last what fifteen years. Probably more than that now. But he knows what he's talking about. He witnesses firsthand and he says something about does it matter how much money you make? You should respect the rules of the game, which is true. But I also could take the or there also can be a counter argument saying that the golden rule applies and the golden rule is he he who has the gold makes the rules. So those people who have the money, they make the rules of the game. And they can bend it and change it. And if you know that historically, people who have that type of power can bend and change it at will. Now, I do agree with LeBron saying that because he's enjoying the game or Mark Stevens is a spectator, he should abide by the rules that are set by the NBA. And it's a good thing that he got reprimanded for that. A lot of people are saying that he shouldn't be owner. Don't agree with that, okay? You can't just fire take stuff away from that people earn just because they do one thing bad okay because we know earlier this playoff season or before not this playoff season but regular season Russ had the incident with that other guy in yeah. Utah so we know this is a recurrent issue because there are bad people in a crowd of a thousand plus people just like in soccer, you have a couple of jerks that are there who have these ideologies that think that they're better than everybody else. That's yep. unfortunate, but entitlement has been around for centuries, and a lot of people need Christ. So <laughs> they really do if you look how stupid they act. But that aside, there's people that have problems. I do agree with what Adam Silver did and the owner of GSW was banning him for a whole year, but I wouldn't say take away what he worked, what he worked for because he did that one thing. See, like I, I mean, obviously he needs to be punished. That goes yeah, without saying. But I mean, people make mistakes, right? Yeah, it happens. Like, I mean, no one's perfect, right? You're not gonna exactly. find like. Everyone's done something bad that they obviously that they regret in the future. I've done stuff bad that I shouldn't have done in the future, in the past. I mean that I regret. But the the thing with the five hundred thousand where they find him, I think they should have found him more than that because the guy, the man's an owner of Golden State. Yeah. Like that, I don't think that's much for him because, like, it's not. It'd be five hundred for like someone like us. Yeah, so it's not – that's not that much, right? And then the banning for one year, I think that's that's all right. That like, And it's not like he can't watch it at home, you know. Like, it's not yeah. like he's he's banned from any communication. Like, he can't do anything. He can't watch it on his phone, watch laptop, watch – like, he can still watch Golden State on TV, right? So, in terms of punishment, I think it yeah. was soft, but I wouldn't – so rather not have it go to the point where you know he's bet, like he's no longer an owner. They permanently kicked him off, like out of the club. No. I guess you could call it. 
Because but, the reason why I'm okay with that, I think you're right because he's worth his net worth is two billion. So obviously, five hundred thousand is what he can wipe his nose with. But I would say that what they can do is maybe extend it to maybe two or three years not going to a game. He just has to watch it at home. Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> you get banned from you going. Like, it's like if I got banned from the Scotiabank Arena, you know, like, okay, I don't care. Like, I'll watch that at home, right? Yeah. So, it really doesn't make sense. So, all right, like, like last question. So, in just in terms of, like, the whole in general of just sports, all sports, like soccer, football, basketball, all, baseball, boxing, all sports worldwide, do you think that they're doing enough to combat racism? Probably not because it's a hard thing to combat. You're talking about an ideology that existed since people have noticed the difference within each other. So they can make strides, and they have since Jackie Robinson, mostly in North America. They need to work on it in Europe, but there's certain things that we can strive to change, but you're going to have to start with the generation underneath because if you start with the youth and change their way of thinking things, it progresses humanity. So we must talk to the youth from all generations because it's the same old geezers who have those that negative mindset towards other people of other skin colors, whether a black person hates a white person, whether... Uh, Mexican hates an Asian. Doesn't matter how you spin it. Doesn't matter who's on the, who's a perpetrator and who's a receiver. It's wrong. So they have to make different strides into order to combat that. Be stricter with those who are inappropriate. I think certain people who are in- intoxicated that brings that up out of them, and. I like how the athletes are, are speaking up about it on their social media. Now, I don't agree with all of them because there's more facts that come to play. I know with LeBron, sometimes... Like, LeBron's a good guy. Uh-huh. Class act. He started a school out in his hometown. He did all these things, but sometimes... I don't agree with what he says about politics. Sometimes I think he's a little, a bit of a novice when it comes to certain things because it's not because I think I know more than him is because I've read other things and read the facts and it's true. And the thing why I say it's important to hold it, because if you look at LeBron's Twitter, right, he has 31 million. When you say something online, 31 million people which is pretty much the population of canada we have four million more so a whole country is getting influenced by what you said a lot of you the people who follow you around not, this is not just him it's just anyone who has uh, x amount of followers. you just got to be careful of the fa- facts of when you when you talk about certain things because if you're wrong you will just let 31 million plus people astray so those who are listening to the show right now, just make sure when you hear people say certain things, you also fact check it because not everything people say is true all the time. Sometimes I'm even wrong too, and I'll be the first to admit. And the thing with social media, like you, LeBron makes a bad tweet, right? And then 
Yeah. They like at my old like my elementary school, like Charlottetown, that was like K to grade six. They always tell us about be careful what you put online because you can, it, can, it will not be deleted from the internet, right? Which yeah, that's unfortunate because you know someone makes a mistake again. Everyone makes mistakes, right? I don't think it's right yeah. to hold them accountable for like thirty years later, like thirty years later, because you know, in thirty years, that person probably matured. They probably felt bad for what yeah. they did. So, with LeBron, like you if know, you, influencing people, that's you're yeah. right, right? Because you know, if he says something wrong, that again, we have thirty, what, thirty-four, thirty-five million people. He has thirty-one million yeah. followers on Twitter. That's that's like that's a lot of people that he could rub the wrong way yeah, and show so, them. Oh, that's the thing. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that everything he says is wrong. Just oh yeah, I know. I know. And now it is. No, no, no. You know. I'm just making it clear, just in case someone tries to spin it the wrong way. But I'm just. We're just saying, people, is just be careful what you personally post on your stuff, because we live in a culture. Unfortunately, it's called the cancel culture, and I talked about it on my show. Where basically people cancel celebrities, those who are celebrity authoritarians or those who are affluent in society. If they make a mistake, like Mark Stevens did, they write them off as if they can never be good again. Yeah, which is not true. It doesn't make sense at all because it doesn't make sense because if we look back at what you've did over the course of your life, you would look at yourself as trash. And a lot of people have this entitlement. And this whole scope, and when it comes to players as well and different athletes, this whole scope about how they think that they are on the moral high ground, which is not true because we all fallen short. We all made mistakes. And I think you should be lenient, not necessarily lenient. You discipline them, but you help them get back to a better place. Yeah, and that's the thing with being famous or being like you know in LeBron's case, being like one of the best, right? You're always under a microscope. No, like if you tweet something today, I guarantee you, next fifty years, someone there's gonna be someone who still has that tweet, still remembers exactly what you said, and you know they'll probably they'll more 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 times than not they'll bring it up again, right? So exactly, of course. In terms like. And then you have sometimes you have all these celebrities or actors or actresses, they'll do something and then they'll like cancel their whole show, which. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any, you're going to ruin a whole person's income because they said something at the wrong time. You don't know what they were thinking. You don't know why they were thinking it. And they said it. Yes, it's wrong. Yes, reprimand them. Yes, correct the issue. Well, I'm not going to ruin somebody's whole and take their sponsorship away because they, they say something I don't like. We're not talking about what they did. It's what they said. All right. And then you have, for example, you know, the Logan Paul forest suicide thing, right? So, yeah, for me, obviously, that's not something you put online, right? Like, that's not, you know, you don't, you shouldn't be putting that out there. But then at the same time, he lost sponsorship. Like, yeah, it's, again, it's bad what he did, right? There should be obviously consequences. If there's consequences, that's that's right. But like for him to like lose yeah. sponsorships, I don't think that's necessary because. And the thing that annoys yeah. me the most is that the people that are so quick to like you know blast others, they don't even give the person a chance to you know mature, apologize or something. Exactly. They won't even wait till the person you know exp- their, gives their full explanation. As soon as they do it, oh, this person is bad. Oh, ban this guy. Stop. 
stuck watching his videos, unsubscribe, dislike, comment about it. Like, so then why don't you just do it yourself and then leave them alone? Exactly. Like, because <laughs> it makes no sense, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I like what KSI did for him with the boxing match and helping him out because I used to watch Logan Paul's videos and whatnot. And I think he's an entertaining guy. He's pretty outgoing and creative. It's just, he made a mistake. The kid's like, what, 20? He made that mistake when he was 22, 21. Yeah, yeah like, he was young. He's a young guy. He's He was young. Like, you, if you look at psychology and his basis, they say that when you are younger you take more risks because you're more optimistic on life. And secondly, you enjoy, you get a sense of, uh, I think it's serotonin from taking risks. And also you are not, you're incapable of seeing the future and the dire situations that could come out of you making a bad mistake. You're literally mentally incapable of doing that. Right. Yep. So when it comes to these young kids, we're talking about guys, like, uh, who's a young YouTuber right now, man? Like, Morgs or whatever? Or, like, how old is Deji? Deji's older than me. He's, like, 24. Oh, snap. I thought, I thought he was younger than that. And then Kesai. Yeah, 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 he's old. And Kesai's, like, 26. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's up. But he's... even them are still young. Like, yeah, yeah like, they are. Cause... We, we're looking at them differently because. They've been we've been watching them since that's true as well. We were little kids, yeah, and they were teenagers, right? So them and like the younger generation coming up, it's not easy when you're 14 years old and you have 10 million subscribers. Yeah, that's because a 14 year old is gonna think obviously things different than a 25 year old, right? When you're 14, you don't like. I mean, I'm not saying that all 14-year-olds are stupid, right? Like, but, you know, some of the stuff that a 14-year-old that's going to come out of a 14-year-old's mouth is probably not going to be, you know, something that you'd say when you're, like, 25, right? So Exactly, man. There's some things that we all just, like you like you said, you just have to be careful what you post. Yeah. And if you guys are younger listening to us, take our advice. Even if you're older than us, just listen because all these episodes that Emmanuel and myself were posting, we got to make sure we're careful, too, because people do look at what you've done and unfortunately compare you to who you are today. But it's unfortunate, but like Emmanuel says, it happens. And then, you know, it's like and people will they, they know like anything is you can say something and they know what you're trying to say and they'll purposely with full intent, spin exactly what you're saying, spin it the wrong way, and then go tell everybody on purpose. Like, it's just, like, it's pathetic, you know? Like, <laughs> It's just a time we're living in. It's, it's not... Well, it's been happening before our time, but it just, nowadays... It's easier because we're living in a time easier, of yeah. technology. You know, you have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. You have all this social media, Snapchat. There's a lot of just more platforms that people could be blasted on pretty much, right? Yeah. So yeah. social media at this point can be good, but, like, it's it's bad too, you know. it's Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Pros- it can be bad too. Yeah. So, yo, Darius, again, it's been a pleasure having you on my podcast. Thank you. Hope you... Course, Come again. Being here once again. Do you want to plug your of social? Course, of course. Do you want to plug your social media? 
All right, so, you know, your boy DD had to change the name of the show. Now, for reasons, you know, I can't be discussed on the podcast. But <laughs> Emmanuel will know because I've probably told him or I will tell him. But I had to change the name of the show, A Swap Experience. Why did I change it, you ask? Well, here's why. It's because my... Instagram handle, my Twitter handle, my TikTok handle, all are underscore DD the Swap Kid 15. I had that handle since I was in grade 11 and I enjoyed having it. And because I'm a Swap guy, you know what Swap means elegant in speech and good with the ladies. And that is very true. <laughs> so that is why I am DD the Swap Kid. So just check that on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use so it could be on apple itunes spotify soundcloud so just search it up on just search it up on whatever pack pod sorry podcast platform that you so choose to use so that show is a suave experience with dd that is a suave experience with dd if you want to contact me instagram twitter and tiktok of course underscore dd the suave kid all right guys so Please also check out this podcast and his podcast as well. Five stars only, though. Only five stars, right? So, again, five stars. thank you for coming on my podcast. It's been a pleasure. I hope you have a great weekend and peace out. Yeah. Canada Day. Oh, yeah. Later. I forgot. I always forget about the long weekend, you know. But You know, because Canada Day, yo, isn't it raining on Monday, too? I have no idea. I, all I know is that Saturday is supposed to be a hot outside. So you're not gonna do anything tomorrow. Then. I mean, like I, cause my church is having their picnic, right? So you guys have it that early? Yeah, most people have it in like July and stuff, right? So yeah, bro, that means mine's late because I started in Argus, man. Okay, yeah, see, that's really late. That's really late. <laughs> that's really yeah, late. Man. I think you guys have it right because at least people are coming, but like people will still be here. Because when you August hits, most people are traveling. Yeah, go to on vacation. Yeah, that's true. Oh, so when you go to Jamaica, are you going to still record too or not? Uh, well, I'm, I'm only going for one week, right? So, I, Okay. So it's not going to be like I'm gone for a month. See, if, if I was going to go for a month, I probably would, you know, like pre-record, you know, episodes and stuff like that just so I can, you know, put them out there, right? But yeah, I'll probably uh, – so like – it's 28 today, so I don't even know if I'll release another. See, I don't know if I'm gonna release another one before I go to Jamaica either. I I don't know yet. You know? I don't know. You've been working hard, but guys, for people listening to his podcast right now, also we'll do a collab after he comes back for his trip, so he's relaxed in, so you can check him out on there. And I'll we'll cook up some heat and be suave. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, yo. Thanks again, man. Thanks again. No problem. Take care, y'all. Yeah, later.